This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime Time with Isaac and Sue. What they on? All steroids and no carbs. They're the thick ass kids. This is Primetime. Prime not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Roth and Jason Sakanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what to do? Ahoy. What up? I'm a little down. Are you? I'm a little blue. You need to, you need to pick me up? You need to go uh, talk to Dusty? You know, go in the back room? Well, he's why I am down. Oh, he couldn't come through today, huh? Couldn't score? He called me a derogatory term as uh, as he left here. Well, that's not very nice. No, it isn't, no. Jason. You know what? It isn't. Would you, would you care to sh- Can take it to HR and get him fired. It's that derogatory? Look, I just took, uh, I just took the online Odyssey training oh, yeah. on uh, discrimination... Boy, can we take an online Odyssey training about them bullying us into taking the <laughs> online training? Great Because I feel like that's harassment. They really do harass us to take those trainings. I have no less they than, really do. than like 24 emails telling me that if, like, you're overdue, do it now. Hey, a-hole, do it. It's like, calm down. Yeah, well, they, it's, that's a very, yes, they do harass yeah. us. Yeah. And I should make, I think we should make a training video on how not to harass your, harass your employees into taking anti harassment. Uh, <laughs> harassment? See, Dusty's what? got me all twisted. Yeah. <laughs> um, we should make a training video yes. on how not to harass your employees mm-hmm. into taking an anti harassment training course. Yeah, it's a bit much. It's a bit heavy-handed. I feel bullied. I mean, do they not watch the anti-harassment training course? Where's my safe space? I mean... It's ridiculous because they put deadlines on it and then they make you... And they're long. Yes. And real... They're a real beating. There was one the other day that I had to take. Uh, it was 58... Well, we all we all have to yeah, take the yeah. same ones, Jason. It's just it's not all about I you. I didn't know if you had taken this one because, look, I don't know about you, but I usually wait until there's like nine piled up and I'm like, fine. Yeah, I took them all the other day, yes. yeah. There was one that was 58 slides. Yeah. And my... Let me just say this. This is horse crap. What was it about? What was the topic? Because <sighs> I took that one too and I don't even remember what it was I about. think it was about unconscious bias. I thought that was the shorter one. I don't know. That was the shorter one. Was it? What, I think the, the longer one was discrimination. Was it discrimination? Here's my here's my biggest I don't pet know. peeve. Here's Who cares? What, exactly. Right, Buck? Am I right? Huh? Who's with me? You know, it's funny. The woke. I feel a little bit uh, misled here because I was starting to take <laughs> one of those trainings the other day when you walked by and came in. You're yeah. like, what are you doing over here? And I was like... Oh, one of those trainings, you know, those emails we've been getting. You're like, yeah, I blow those off. I don't do those. I do. And well, until now, apparently. Well, and now I'm the jerk who hasn't done it, and you're leading by example. Well, What's you, going on here? I thought you did it. You I said stopped because you, were... you said you don't, you don't oh, need to. Well, I, I didn't say you don't need to. I do ignore <laughs> them, and I and I delete them with anger. Yes. But eventually. Uh, unfortunately, they do bully you into taking stop, them. And then because... You're going to have to do it eventually, so you might as well. Yes. Just... Like... So I, I, and Jeff sent me an email, our boss. Yeah. He's ah. like, hey, this is mandatory. I'm like, God. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fine. After like the nineteenth one, you realize, hey, maybe this is important. But this is my thing. You'll, you'll they'll have the little slide, 
and you go to click to the next one, and I swear to God, it it says this right here. You need to spend more time on this page to understand the material. <laughs> yeah, because they don't, think you're clicking through it. Don't tell me how much time I need. No, you all need right? more time. I understand what's No, happening. you don't. And I don't. will submit to you, if you can get the questions on the quiz right, exactly. you should Dude, be able I to breeze feel... through the slides. Well, here's you know? the thing. I've, I There is a bit of a uh, life hack to these. Um, you don't have to watch them. No. You can have them in the You background. should, because yeah. there actually is good info in there. But... Uh, a guy like me who's so refined and yeah. awesome doesn't need them. No, you couldn't possibly Now, have the bigots around bias. here. Yeah. No. No, no. No, of course, there is some good information, so I don't want to totally blow them off, but you don't really have to watch them because in the end, when they do quiz you in order to get your diploma, yeah. you can fail 15 times in a row by process of elimination you can figure out what the right answer is. And I are. don't know which one it was because I took like four of them in it a row. It will not allow you to fail. I failed one. Probably ten times. Yeah, me too. Before I, well, it's because there's multiple answers. There's multiple. They try to trick you. I hate this one too. You're mostly correct. Well, then they give me the credit. Or they'll let you. Uh, there'll be a list of seven, and it'll say pick the ones that apply. And you're like, oh god, it could yeah. be any combination of two or three exactly. or four. Yeah, and then you so actually you could have be to be there for a while. When you have to actually read them. Yeah. Like what is this? And I took it when I'm half in the bag. So look, my retention probably wasn't the best. Well, my wife, I was sitting, I was laying in bed with my wife, <laughs> and I was taking one, and she's like, "Hot training videos." Yeah, she's like, turning you on. What is? She's like, "What are you watching?" <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, it's a, what do you?" And I said, "What do you think it is?" She goes, "That sounds awful." I'm like, well, that's a Odyssey training vid. That's right. She's like, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> <laughs> Someone says, "Try working for the state." They have to do those yeah. every month. Yeah, a lot of people are texting in that that we just are. We're very lucky that we only had to do. Well, 17 a year. I just figure in radio, like, what? Yeah, come on, it's radio. It, it doesn't, and it's usually about some sort of boss. Hey. I'm not anyone's boss. Like, I'm in, I'm, I am. Yeah, but you're on the radio, though. I'm in a position of authority. I can't bully or harass anyone. Y like, you can, too. I'm and like you the, have a powerful microphone. The low man on the totem you pole. You must take that seriously. Now, Dusty called me such a derogatory term. Yeah. And I am, I am up to date on my training, so I know uh, you can't, the you procedure can't that I can follow to make this an issue yeah. i'm taking this to hr <laughs> i have the option it told me right there in the video the amount it was very bad the amount of things that have happened over the he's a real jerk yes between male colleagues the amount of hr violations that yeah. occur no that's true on a weekly basis it really is true it's unbelievable it's an avalanche like seriously if you guys heard what he called me <laughs> like if it really was out there yeah it'd be bad yeah, it would be, but of course we're just joking around. Yeah, although, but I, it's a that's a thing. Like, well, if if in the, the this the, isn't real, this isn't a real workplace, right? It's really not. The and and can you imagine? Unless we have women, then we have to be. Then on you a, have to be on the best know, behavior. Like when AJ was here, you had to be. Yes. You know, yeah. Bye, aye. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> <Aye>, Captain. <laughs> uh, the amount of material that is on Dusty's phone that I have sent him via text message. Hmm. It's not good. He should. He has material. He on has him. material. If hmm. Dusty wanted to, the uh, and, and you, if you took those, you know, because what happens is like nowadays, some athlete will slide into the DM of uh, some model or whatever. You know, like Adam Levine had that. Remember? Yeah. He, you know, and then they post those. If you posted my text messages to Dusty without context, it it would be devastating. <laughs> I well, I, you, how would you explain them? Like I, I know I've never seen him, but I know I, what they're going to be like. No, there's no explanation. Like imagine the, that it's cool. He's my friend. Isn't going to work. Well, no. Okay, so let's do. It's, let's it's, play it's an rough. exercise. This is this is real training. Yeah. Okay. KGW.com posts a headline that says radio host text messages leaked. Yeah. Popular radio <laughs> funny man text messages leaked. <laughs> And they call you, and they're like, hey, before we run this story, would you like to comment? What do you say? I honestly would just have to go down the road of he's one of my favorite people on the planet, and I love him dearly, and we're just joking around. But the problem is that if he's the one releasing them, that that falls on deaf ears. It was a little bit like when – remember when Richie Incognito – and it was Jonathan Martin, right? Yeah, they fought. Oh, the, yeah. yeah. They bullied. bullied. He bullied. They, he bullied. Them. And to Richie Incognito, he was like, dude, Jonathan Martin's one of my favorite people. Like, that's just what, that's my guy. Like, I kid around with him all the time. And Jonathan Martin was like, the hell you are. 
And so the only defense that Richie Incognito has is, well, that's my guy. And we all, I joke around with, like, all our friends joke around like that. And all it took was one guy, Jonathan Martin, to be like, yeah, I didn't find it funny. And next thing you know, it's like, whoops. And it's, it's not, it's not good. So yeah. you shouldn't, you. you shouldn't send, like, well, maybe this is a lesson for you, Jason. <laughs> Stop sending Dusty. Clean it up. Although, to be fair, on him, too. He, it, we're, you know, like, it, it's the, what do they call it? Like, mutually assured destruction. Like, why no one launches a nuke, it, you know? Like, Russia doesn't We all launch. have material on the other. Yeah, like, you have nukes, I have nukes. If you launch them against me, I'm launching against you, and we're all going down. So it benefits everyone. Yeah. So you just got to make sure that if you're sending uh, ignorant, hateful crap, they also are sending, sending ignorant, ignorant, hateful crap towards you. Yeah, this guy says, hey, heaven forbid Odyssey wants to prevent being sued when one of you boobs harasses someone. <laughs> that's fair, but I would say that that's kind of what bothers me about these trainings is that if I felt they really were genuine, like we really want an inclusive and uh, uh, kumbaya workplace. Yeah. That's not what they want. No. What they want to do is prevent a lawsuit. Exactly. They're hey, not thinking hey, about you or when, me. When one of us goes down eventually, they can say, hey. That's right. They know it what was right was here up. in the training. They it's all about the, the CYA. Cover yeah. your ass. Cover your ass. <laughs> it's all about lawyers. It's not about, it's not genuine. Now, on so the topic, screw you and your training modules. On the topic of these videos, do you remember, and Souk, I think this is around the time you were playing, so you might. Do you remember the 49ers PR video debacle? Where they were, they had a 15-minute training video for for incoming players on how to handle the media, and I pulled up an article about it from 2005. featuring it featured racist jokes, lesbian softcore porn, oh, uh, topless blondes, and it featured yeah. the team's public relations director Kirk Reynolds impersonating Gavin Newsom. I do remember that. Whoa! Yeah, he like walked into the team shower, and there were like cheerleaders topless in there, and it was like meant what? to be like a joke for this video, and he was the PR guy, and then it got out there, and everyone's like. Uh, dude, you're the PR guy. You can't be making videos like this about PR. <laughs> How do they get the cheerleaders to do that? Or maybe he, maybe he, he might have. I don't think it was real cheerleaders. No, so. I think it it was perceived that yeah. they were, but I think he got uh, people went, who can be hired for I that sort of work thing. For the I think they went down to like the boom boom room. They oh. went to like Jiggles and they hired some ladies and was like, "Hey, you want to make you know a hundred bucks and be around some athletes?" Reynolds called it quote a terrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I told the story. We, when I was with the Buccaneers, we had uh, a lot of domestic violence issues. <laughs> I think we had like four dudes arrested in one that's season. That's not funny. It's it was bad. Like, and so the NFL sent, uh, like a, they they sent like a, a training group down to talk to the team, and it was. I wish that someone had filmed that because it, it was the worst. It's the worst response to a a serious topic that you could ever have. Well, some of those guys are rough around the edges. No one took you it know? seriously. Everyone disagreed with it. And and I still remember to this day, my favorite one is they were saying, because one of the situations was someone had come home and their lady had, uh, you know, had company, right? <laughs> and uh, I get it. Yeah. Go on. And you're not allowed... You're not allowed at that point to be violent. That's not an excuse for beating the yeah. living hell out of two people. And I'll tell you what, inside the 2002 Tampa Bay Buc Buc Buccaneer locker room, uh, that's not that didn't that didn't fly well. There was a lot of people standing up and being like, "Yeah, what they would do if they walked into that situation," and it did not follow training protocol. It got so rowdy and rambunctious where I, I really thought they were just going to cancel it because the poor people that were running it, they didn't know how to stop They this. were rebuked. They were. And it's one thing when someone doesn't take the training seriously. It's another thing when a group of grown men refuse to accept what you're teaching them as the truth. And then we had another one where a guy, his his uh, his the mother of his child was trying to leave the house with the kid in one of his cars and he prevented them from leaving by ramming his other car into that first car with the mom and the kid in the uh in in, in the in the, the automobile and once again we were told that you can't do that that's that's really uh that's really bad and is illegal and again didn't go over well in that room a lot of my car my kid don't effing tell me what to do it was well. At least they tried. They they tried. They, Again, made, they made an attempt. Lawsuit. It did not work. That team, by the way, won well, the Super Bowl. So, in your defense, like if if Dusty's 
if Dusty leaked those text messages, you could always do the Trump. Yeah. And that's the double down lie. Yeah, it wasn't me. What are you talking about? Yeah, what are you talking about? Phone those, was stolen. Yeah, what do you mean? Or the George Santos. Yeah, that's not me. So I, I, I am a big believer, and I think you are too, own your S. Yeah. But that example we're talking about with the text and Dusty and you and trying to save your job, that is why some people can't take responsibility for anything. Yes. They just double down lie, and then they keep doing it repeatedly so that you can't pin them on any of it. Although, to be honest, that... the it's genius. The thing that you can say what you will about Trump... Actually, you, it's not genius, but you know what I mean. Whatever you, it works. Whatever you think of him, his biggest accomplishment... Do you want to know what I think of him? <laughs> I think I got a good idea. But you got to give him that. No, I don't. You do. No, that's Im- that is does, not the right way to go about it. I'm not saying it is, but that is that that has changed the way. He's a piece of crap. That has changed the way that modern politics and people in high positions of power do business. Uh, they've been lying forever. Not like that. He wasn't the first, but yes, he did yeah. take it to another level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care. That but that's me. not how. That's not okay. <laughs> this is not okay. And yet it works. It's effective. Well, it blows my mind. How many times do you hear, "Oh, he's he's in, he, you know, he's done now." No, he's not. He just doubled down. Ah, well, I'm it. just, yeah. I mean, he's never going to get caught for anything. No, uh, but he's committed how many millions uh, of crimes? It doesn't. I mean, it's it, countless. Well, according to him, none. <laughs> exactly. So you know, you try to bring exactly. bring something at me because I, you know, I've okay. Got so now that, I've got some of that stubbornness. Let's try again. <laughs> Dusty has released your text messages. KGW calls you. Jason, would you like to comment? Yeah, absolutely. That wasn't me. What are you talking about? Uh, Jason, this is your phone. It no. is your How is that IP, my phone? It's your IP how is address. That my, you, you know how easy those are to fake? You know what? This is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, you're, 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 also... you're saying that on 3,482 different occasions, someone else had your phone. <laughs> you, don't know what, you don't know who's at this You're, you're also over talking, uh, talking over and screaming. That's a good, that's a good one, too. Yeah. You're bullying. Yeah. yeah. You just don't, Use that one. You don't let them, as they're answering the question, I just start yelling about uh, something Well, we entire, got these no, records. No, 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 no. <laughs> You know, I'm tired about that. You know what this is? This comes down to a political thing. Fake. This is a witch hunt. Fake this news. This is a witch hunt. Woke mob. And then all what about is I'll start talking about I'll start talking about Buckley. Great. I'll be like, bit. you know, the real problem here Great is bit. energy drinks. If you want to talk about the, the cesspool culture. You think my words are bad. How about the theft in this office? Yeah, you believe this? We're here talking about my text messages. Meanwhile, I can't bring an energy drink into the station without it being taken. You what learned, is happening here? You learned well. And then I'll go to the homeless problem. I'll talk about how I stepped in human feces the other day leaving the office how you're not safe yeah that's what i can't even leave my computer in my car anymore yeah oh dude i got this go ahead release those text messages i'm ready i'm going to trump. unfortunately i'm going to trump university and this is unfortunate that may be your best yes. line of defense <laughs> i think which is why it's effective the I old think, scorched earth method i yeah. think that's what trump university was all yeah, about i think yeah. that's what you learned yeah. and let me tell you what that's and a now valuable look, class. And now look at the great world we live in. You're damn <laughs> we right. We live in. Ah, it's getting so much better. Hey, all right. Um, <laughs> let's get to going here. Uh, I think we're going to have a big show today. Small show, big show? Big show. How do look, you guys feel about look, that? Tomorrow we have a we have a smaller show. What? Yeah. Why? You Oregon know, hoops, baby. The brush. <laughs> Which means Again? our streak is alive. Three yeah. weeks into the new year, no, no full weeks of work. <laughs> yeah. I'm told next week is a full week. We'll see. About it might that. be. We'll see about that. Yeah, <laughs> I might have to take uh, the following Monday off. We'll talk about the Pro Bowl, though. I'm sure it's a little that. much. Well, there's no football. There's no Pro Bowl. Well, there is. No. Yeah, there is. Are they calling it the Pro Bowl? Yeah. Pro Bowl games, I think, is what they call it. Uh-huh. And there's a flag football game. Uh, all right, great. Eli cool. versus Peyton. Haven't you seen the commercials? Um, I don't care. Mm. And I have not seen the commercials. God was in full force. Uh, again. Jesus. Yeah. Or God. He got us. Do you see there's a little uh, wrinkle made to the NBA All-Star game this year? Yeah, they're doing oh, yeah. The, the live draft like right, right before the game. So you know how they have done the draft before? Yeah. But they like did it you know, a couple days beforehand, like maybe the last day of regular season games before the break. Well, now everyone's just showing up, and they're doing it in the pregame. Like, the guys will not have teams until right before. And it's no. like, you here, you there, you okay. here, you there. and Well, they don't practice on the spot. anyway. No, they don't. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they're just trying to get more people with eyeballs on it the day of rather than a few days before. Don't hate it. Still won't watch. But... <laughs> no, me neither, but <laughs> whatever. All right, let's get to going here. Poll question next 319 on the fan this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, here's our uh, poll question today. As always, it is on Twitter at 1080thefan. You can follow us. Uh, you have to hit the follow button, though. Follow, follow, follow. Yes. Uh, at 1080thefan. It is brought to you by AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years. AAAIAQ.com. Uh, today, we are asking you who should win NFL MVP. Mm. Uh, there are five finalists, so I only have room for four. Guess who I left off? Do you know who the finalists are? Uh, were you listening to Bucks Sports North there? I did see. Well, I saw the, I saw on Twitter today who the finalists were. Um, so there was what? Jefferson, Hurts, Mahomes. Uh, who were the other? Allen Burrow? Correct. Yeah. Those are the five. Yeah. Now guess who I left off? I'm guessing you left off uh, Jefferson. No! No! Ha ha ha! Surprise. Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, or Justin Jefferson? Oh. Uh, Justin Jefferson will not win, so... <laughs> well, I wanted to put a wide receiver on Sure. That. Which Just because he had a hell of a year. Yeah, it's fun to do, but uh, yeah, he's not winning. Could it. he have if he broke the single-season re- receiving record? I think he was like 150 mm. yards short of that or something, or 160 When you say could, you mean like... If he had, would broke, they, if he had broken the record, would they have done it because no. he broke that record? I don't think so. I don't. Do you? No. I, mean, I think I'm they're t- going to give it to a quarterback. I mean, I'm trying to think of the last time... That's my quarterback. Adrian Peterson won one. I'm just thinking of non-quarterbacks, non-quarterbacks over the last. Do you have a list? I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up. Pull up the list because I remember Adrian Peterson won one. I think Sean Alexander won one once in Seattle. Now the key one is AP, right? Uh, yeah, that's what this yeah, is. Yeah, that's AP. what the, that's what this is. AP. Okay, the last there's non. No, there's only two I can remember. The last non-quarterback was Adrian Peterson in 2012. Okay, so we're talking about a decade ago. So you got Rogers, Rogers, Lamar. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, Cam Newton, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, Adrian Peterson, um, Rodgers, Brady, Manning, Manning, Brady, Tomlinson. Ah, I forgot about LT. 2006 and Sean Alexander. I got two of the two of the the three. 2005, Uh, Manning McNair. Boy, I forgot he won. Forgot about old Steve McNair MVP. Manning again, Rich Gannon, Kurt Warner, there's Marshall Falk. So what you're saying is that uh and this four was, since two thousand. And this but this was my point. No wide receiver will win. No, ever. it's always a running back. It's a well, it's always a quarterback with an occasional Well, running I mean back if it's throw. not a quarterback. Yes. So Terrell Davis, Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith, Thurman Thomas. You, is there a wide receiver that won MVP ever? There's Lawrence Taylor. Oh, there you go. He was a wide receiver, right? <laughs> I don't think so. Well, he was a non-quarterback running back, so he's in there. Um, so I'm all the way at 1986, and I've yet to see a receiver. Let's keep going, shall we? Yeah, I'm guessing. This together. I'm guessing that. T- t- Never happened. Yeah. So, all the way back to 1957. There you go. So, no, to answer your question, Buck, he could. Fair enough. He could win. Dude. He could break the record uh, and be named the new Lord and Savior, and he still wouldn't win MVP. You don't just get named Lord and Savior. You don't? Uh, by the way, did boat? you know that there's a kicker? That won MVP? I don't. 1982. 1982? Yeah. Mark Mosley of Washington. Uh, Can I say, am I allowed to say Redskins? Well, formerly. The team formerly known as the Washington Redskins. He won the, Mark Mosley won Mark Mosley won the MVP. What in the hell? Dude, he must have been killing Mark Mosley was the, uh, he was the straight on kicker too. Was he? Yeah, he did that, uh, that old... What is that old the uh, the game you did like the where you just hit the kicker's head and he boots it straight on that old little toy yeah he kicked that style 
don't I think mean, he was. I don't think he was barefoot, but he was a straight-on kicker, and so he had the single bar face mask. He made twenty of twenty-one field goals. His <laughs> long was forty-eight. How do you win MVP? Welcome to the world of nineteen-eighties football. No kidding. All the quarterbacks must have really sucked that year. Well, it's just it was a different game. You know, it's guys didn't throw for nineteen eighty-two. I'm going to look at the nineteen eighty-two quarterback stats. I'll bet you the uh, the the. The highest passer, I'll bet you it's like 2,900 yards, maybe 3,000. 2,883. Dan Fouts. 2,883 led the league, right? <laughs> yeah. That's and, how many, and how many touchdown passes? 25? Foutsy, baby. Uh, the most in the league? Yeah. Well, what? It was- 17. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Dan Fouts. Fouts <laughs> led the league in passing yards and tutties. But With- he also had 11 picks. So I just... It, wrap your head around that. So the the NFL's leading passer had twenty eight hundred yards. Yeah. Okay. Twenty eight eighty three to be fair. Twenty eight eighty three. That would put you at. I'm looking at this. Uh, twenty eight eighty three. That would put you uh this year at Jacoby between Jacoby Brissett and <laughs> Dak Prescott. Oh. Just if you Brissett. Brissett. Sneaky good year. Sneaky good. Until he got benched for Watson, and, who sucked. And, and seventeen tutties. That would give you uh, Davis Mills, just for just wow. for comparison. MVP sake. Davis Mills. MVP Davis. Although Mills. Fauci didn't win MVP. No, he did not. So Montana was he had the basically the same stats as Montana. They yeah. were the top two that year. That just lets wow. you know what the, that you know, is wild. That's what the NFL was about. Because you know you think of Dan Fouts as like this gunslinger, you know, slinging yeah. it all over. No. Not really. Well, and you can even go back as far if if you know. And I know he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He won the three Super Bowls. But if you want to be underwhelmed, go look at uh, like Troy Aikman's numbers. It, you know, it's just well, he had Emmitt Smith. It's just a, it's a different it's, great. It's a different line. league. Joe Namath. Joe Namath's numbers are terrible compared to today's modern game. It's just it's a different game. So taking that all the way back, who yes. is my MVP? Yes, Jalen Hurts is my MVP. Okay, Jalen Hurts, great. But he won't win. Patrick Mahomes will win. The in- Wait, why? Because the injuries. You know, he didn't what? he didn't play the last month of the season and, and you know, it's Patrick Mahomes, number one seed. He had what forty five, forty six touchdowns. Mahomes will win the MVP. But if if you're asking me who I would vote for the year he had before he got hurt, number one seed in the NFC, definition of a dual threat guy. And I just think it's kind of a cool story because he you know, what what happened in college and, and I know none of that should play, but from a sympathy standpoint Right, gets run out of Alabama, goes to Oklahoma, has a great year at Oklahoma, but still, you know, he's not a great throw of the football. You know, he's a doesn't not a first or second round guy. People don't think much of him, doubt him, and he just keeps getting better and better and better and better. And this year he he breaks out and he's the best dual threat quarterback in the league. Um and, and he's and he stayed healthy for the vast majority right up until the very end. So my MVP is Jalen Hurts, who will win the MVP, Patrick Mahomes. That was a strike-shortened year, as our, our texters are pointing out. Um, so they did not play a full 16 games. How many games did they play? Nine. Oh. Nine. Okay. So that would be why your stat. Okay. That's why a kicker won. All right. That makes sense. Wouldn't that make? Well, I mean, I it's, mean it still doesn't make opens sense. Opens the door. So what, what year was that? 1982. So I'll look at like 81 and, and see what like the leading quarterbacks were. I got that right here, homie. Yeah. What do you got for 81? Dan Fouts, 33 tutties, 4,800 yards. See, okay. okay that's yeah. much, He's much slang better. it all over the place. That's much Slanging better. that wood. Look at that. Much better. He's Tommy De- Kramer and Brian Sipe. No he's, match for Dan Fouts. He's Dennis Smithing it out there. All right. Um, other, real quick, uh, so that's poll, uh, vote, vote hard. Other award finalists, just uh, to toss this out there for you uh, bros and broettes out there. Somewhere around here. There it is. Uh, offensive Player of the Year, Jalen Hurts, Justin Jefferson, or Patrick Mahomes. See, there for Offensive Player of the Year. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll give Maybe it, you could go Hurts. Well, Hurts or whoever. If like if I'm voting for Hurts, then I'll go Mahomes or vice versa. But I think I would lean that because they won't never win the MVP. I'd give that to Jefferson. Defensive Player of the Year, Nick Bosa, Chris Jones, or Micah Parsons. I'd probably go, I'd probably go Bosa. Micah Parsons for the first 10 weeks. But it slowed down after that. I mean, look, and Chris Jones needs to get some acknowledgement. Like Aaron Donald, it's been J.J. Watt and it's been Aaron Donald for, you know, 10 years. And now that Watt isn't what he was and he's retired, Aaron Donald finally had a mortal year. This was the first year where he didn't look head and shoulders above everyone else. And Chris Jones has quietly been a game wrecker. But I, in good conscience, can't give it to Chris Jones. I want to. So 
it's a Parsa or Micah Parsons or it's a Bosa, and I think I would lean towards Bosa from the whole body of work. Why wouldn't you give it to Parsa? <laughs> Parsa. <laughs> or Bosons. Oh, there you go. Comeback Player of the Year is a really good one. How do you decide between Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and Geno Smith? Yeah, Geno. Yeah? yeah? I think I mean, Geno. It's Geno. Yeah. I mean, Barkley's coming yeah. off injury and the same thing with McCaffrey, but Geno Smith spent nine years. This was a resurrection. Yeah. That's... So they all had good years. Yeah. Barkley probably better than any of them, right? Barkley had a really nice year, though. He tapered off towards the end, and McCaffrey didn't but really get going until San Francisco. Smith came from further down. Yes, and he, and he statistically speaking, he had a, a, he's basically top five or six in almost every offensive category. With that team that wasn't supposed to be good, I mean, I think the overrunner win total on them was like four, four and a half. I mean, they made the playoffs. Dude, Geno Smith was amazing. He's, he's my he's my comeback player of the year. In fact, <clears throat> to me, that one might be the easiest mm. of all of those to pick. I bet you he doesn't win it. I can see that because there's a difference between comeback. Like, people are going to look at Barkley and, and McCaffrey because of the injury. Whereas, I don't know if Geno, some people would consider that a comeback is just, you know, he, he, he popped. That's not like comeback. You can view that a couple different ways. Coach of the year, Brian Dable, Doug Peterson, Kyle Shanahan. Uh, that no, uh, and this one bothered me. No, Pete Carroll. No, and these are the finalists. I think Pete Carroll should be again when you look at what we predicted. But Dable, Dable, yeah, he did more with less. That's Shanahan what, lost two quarterbacks. He did, but that the the Niner and the Philadelphia roster are the two best rosters in the NFL. They are, and, and yes, you did it with a backup quarterback for what. Six regular season weeks, five, six, and now into third string. In the third string, into the playoffs. But Dable took a team, and we talked about this when the Giants played Philadelphia. And I'm I'm being serious on this. Like, and there's no argument to be made for any other player. You have three New York Giants that would start for the Philadelphia Eagles. Three. That's it. And yet they ended up in the divisional round together. I mean, what he was able to do with with Daniel Jones, what he was able to do with that cobbled together defense with maybe the worst receiving group in the NFL, though Hodgins popped go beefs. But I mean, he was an athlete. He was a practice squad player from Buffalo. What Brian Dable did is, is astounding. He's my, he's my coach of the year with, it should be Pete Carroll should be in that conversation too, because again, what we all thought going into the year versus what they turned out to be, it's a hell of a job by Pete Carroll, and he doesn't get credit for it. Okay, two more. Real quick. Seahawks, two rookies uh, for the Seahawks are up for the Rookie of the Year award. Okay, yeah. so you got offense, Brock Purdy, Kenneth Walker, or Garrett Wilson? Garrett Wilson's the best player. Uh, Purdy's the best story. And Kenneth Walker had a great year, but Garrett Wilson. It, it, by the way, both of the receivers uh, coming out of Ohio State, Alave and Garrett Wilson, but look at what Garrett Wilson had to work with, too. Like, look who was throwing him the football. I mean, true. Well, you could say the same thing about Alave, too. But yeah, he's he's my rookie of the year. And then on defense, it's Sauce Gardner, Sauce Aiden Gardner. Hutchinson, no. or Tariq Woolen. No, no, Sauce Gardner. But it's nice that a Seahawks. And Woolen was awesome, but Sauce Gardner yeah. was every Sauce bit was as good as like, build. You can, depending other on other level, another level of good. Depending on where you want to look, because, you know, some people give, you know, pro football focus and they say, well, it's garbage grades. And I always say, be careful with anyone's grades because they're all subjective, right? But you can, you can find people that are really good at this, that do grade out players, and you can make a very, very strong argument that the best corner in the NFL this year was Sauce Gardner. And by the way, in my opinion, the hardest position to come from college to the NFL. The hardest position to play in the NFL is corner. And I don't know what, from day one, he came in and was an absolute stud, if not the best defensive player when they step on the field. So that's another one uh, that's as easy as can be. I think that is right. Sa Sauce Gardner. Went a little long there. How big of a putz is Shannon Sharp? <laughs> uh, here's Buckley. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
I kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head Like a kick in the head The room We're back. was completely black Um I don't think that's Frank, is it? This isn't Frank? I don't this think is Dean so. Martin. Oh, Dean Martin. <laughs> same. It's, it's same, same kind of. It's, that's racist. It's samesies. That's racist. That's only racist if I said it was Sammy. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be bad. <laughs> then we'd have to call HR. Yeah. And get you trained up again. I just got done taking my tra- training videos. I'm as socially conscious and woke as I'm going to be. So uh, we haven't gotten to the Shannon Sharp thing yet. Here we are Wednesday. Segment three, and we. Well, I'll tell you what, that's a hell of a thing. <laughs> still haven't talked about it. This this broke over the week. This was this happened over the weekend. You ever see a fifty five year old man attempt to fight an entire team? Well, you know how I often like to say about the world that uh, we'd be much better off if we had thirty two point six percent less testosterone. Yes. <laughs> Exhibit A. I give you Shannon Sharp. <laughs> yeah. So he was courtside Lakers Grizzlies. Grizz, yes. And he started trending Saturday or Sunday, whenever it was, I don't know, because his fat ass got up and was getting into it with uh, Derek Brooks. Dylan, Dylan Brooks. Brooks. Derek Brooks of <laughs> the, the Grizzlies. Old, the old Tampa Bay Buccaneer linebacker? Raised from the dead. Oh, no, wait. Derek Brooks. No, yeah, right. Are Different. You, he did pass okay? away, right? Well, no, I was thinking of... Uh, Derek Brooks is not dead. No, who's the one? The KC guy. Uh, Neil Smith? No, he didn't die. Derek... Um, we're thinking of the same guy. Yes. Derek Thomas? Derek Thomas. There it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Rest in peace. He's Anyways, still Dylan Brooks. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Dylan Brooks talks a lot of trash. Yes. I think the Grizzlies talk more trash than any team in the NBA. I don't know that for sure. Well, Jaw certainly can. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. And yeah. then you have. The Warriors F and hate him for that because they like they yeah. talk like they have right. and accomplished They haven't a bunch done of anything. They're young and talented, but they've got that swagger that people don't yeah. think they've earned. Well, and Brooks is, look, I know he's a duck and all that, but uh, he's really hateable. He's got some Pat Beverly in him. He he gets oh, under other God. people's skin. It's not that his game is the greatest, but he bugs people. Yeah. Well, then you have Jaw's dad, who's like ultimate sports dad. Yeah, and he was there. So he got into it with Brooks, yeah. and then... Because he said Brooks can't guard LeBron James. Yes. Too small. Too small. So hot commentary from <laughs> Shannon Sharp on the front row. <laughs> and then John Morant came over... And started jawing, and then John ja Morant's dad came over, and then uh, Stephen, and then Stephen Adams, yeah, T Morant, T Morant, and then Stephen Adams came over to step in 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 front of it, and then Stephen Adams was going chest to chest with Shannon, and then Shannon just kept saying that you don't want any of this. Now I have the transcript from Shannon's halftime interview. Do you want to hear yeah. how how he said it? It's, yeah, it's a great little. Yeah. he great said, break. and I quote: "They don't want this smoke, Dave." He's talking to ESPN's Dave McMenamin. Uh, they all do all that talking and jockeying, and I ain't about that jockeying. I started with Dylan Brooks. I said he was too small to guard LeBron. He said, F me. I said, F you back. He started to come at me, and I said, you don't want these problems? And then Jock came out of nowhere talking, and he definitely don't want these problems. Then Dad came up, and he obviously don't want no problems. But I wanted anything they had. Don't let these fools fool you now. I love the, he obviously, he, clearly he didn't want any problems. Look at him. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a guy who was half in the bag, well, right? He did have a. Had some drinks. Yeah, my guess is that, yeah, there was probably a, you know. Then he bows a, up if, with his little sweater. <laughs> well, it was a nice little card. It was like some sort of chunky denim piece together Frankenstein cardigan that he can pull off because he's Shannon Sharp. I just love the fact that, you know, here's LeBron James. And LeBron came out and said that he'll ride with Shannon Sharp no matter what. So that's his guy. LeBron's also the little bitch that kicks fans out all the time. Well, totally. he got into it last night. Did you see the Clippers yeah. thing? Yeah. The... Did you hear what the guy said to him? No, I didn't hear what he said. So LeBron got into it with a fan uh, of the Clippers who was poking fun at him about his hairline. Oh, that's what that started? That's what that, that. <laughs> That's what the guy said, yes. He don't want none of that. He didn't want that smoke. <laughs> but LeBron has had people kicked out. Multiple times. Russell Westbrook has had people kicked out multiple times. Shannon Sharp was on the court threatening to fight the entire Memphis Grizzlies staff. And you know who wasn't thrown out? <laughs> Shannon so Sharp. He, he got back for the second half? Yeah, he was fine. He didn't get tossed. <laughs> he was allowed back to his seat. Hey, get... you, any of the three of us would be banned for life. 
let's see what happens if I go down to the Blazer court and I threaten Damian Lillard. And then my response to it is, he don't want none of this. He don't want none of this. Don't let, don't let him fool you. Don't let these fools fool you. And by the way, he's 55 years old. Like, he looks pretty good, though. He looks amazing. He's ripped. Yes. I mean, sort of. He's, no, he's, he's... bloated, fat, ripped. And he's, he's also, fat ripped. But he's also part of the media that tells us that fan behavior has gone way too far. We oh, can't yeah. do these kind of things to athletes, but yet here he is setting well, the example for everyone. He's all high T. I mean, what do you expect? You know? <laughs> My God. I, will t- we have, I have talked about this, that his confidence comes from a certain... Uh, there's a certain source of his power, and he has every reason to feel confident. <laughs> <laughs> what? Now you had to. We've I've told the story. Well, there's probably people that don't know what you're talking. He's about. the most impressive locker room presence that I've ever seen in my entire life. And if you are in a locker room with Shannon Sharp, he will let you know about how impressive his presence is. He likes to walk around lotioning himself, and it's um, yeah, it's he has every right to do that. And so I think when when he walks into a room, I think he instantly feels that he is the alpha male. <laughs> that room and i can't argue with him and he is he he takes very very good care of himself i just don't know at 54 years old if steven adams is the guy that you that you want to you want to pick a fight with something tells me steven adams oh. can whoop some ass well that was the other thing so then the benches so steven adams gets after sharp yeah yeah not yeah. just brooks no Steven Adams. Big Steven Adams. Now, I will tell no, you. No, that'd be a good fight. It would. Now, did Shannon want those problems? I don't think Shannon wanted those problems. Did he I mention did... those problems? He did not mention yeah, Steven he, Adams See, he problems. left that yeah. problem out. See, here's the thing. No offense. I think even at 54, I think he whoops John Morant and Dylan Brooks' ass. I think you're right, but I think Steven Adams is another story. Well, and T. You can throw in T. Yeah, he throw T in his little hat that he always wears. But Steven Adams, uh, I don't. I, that's that's a, a tough one. He's a, he's a big he's a big Aussie with a long reach. That jab's going to cause you problems. You got that reach advantage. You know, do we talk enough about T. Morant being like <laughs> Super Dad? Well, yeah, like you know how we've all seen Super Dad at, at the at our kids' games. Right? Oh yeah, and then you see it in college too. Of course, uh, Lam- uh, Lamar Ball. He was probably he's probably the most famous right. recently. I mean, Serena Williams. But dad. you don't see it really in the pros <sighs> no. until now. Yeah. Like th- this is the guy. This guy is a pioneer of sorts. Well, and he's a younger dad, and he's the cool dad. He's always there. Always. And he's always he's very fashionable. He wears sunglasses inside. He wears a fedora a lot, and he talks a lot of trash. So he's basically, you know, middle school sports dad, yeah. but in the pros. And but, we've never seen this. I know that, uh, was it Chris Paul's mom that used to sit behind the bench and be pretty vocal. Well, LeBron's mom is there from time to time. Yeah, I know but she's that, not a pain in... Like, she's not, like, making it about her. I can't recall a parent that was outside of the Ball family. Even Lamar kind of cooled down, right? Well, yeah, I think his kids finally told him to shut up. But I, I would say that old T. Morant here is probably number one on the list of uh, high-profile uh, sports dads at that level. It's it's a bit ridiculous. <laughs> All right, well, Sharp issued an apology. I would like to see that fight, though. I would like to see T. Morant fight Shannon Sharp. I'd pay for that. It's not going to be much of a fight. I don't don't want to see a man get pummeled. That's why I think it'd be fantastic. So he issued an apology when he sobered up, and then he showed up to his show the next day, and he's like, oh, crap. (laughs) I stepped in it. I bet his ratings were better, though. Oh, guaranteed. That's what those guys do. I just skip and Shannon. I just love the... They insert themselves. The confidence of professional athletes. They're great at it to assume that they can kick anyone's ass no matter how old they get, no matter what, like, uh, training or not. It's just this idea of, well, I lift weights and I played football, therefore I'm going to whoop your ass. It's it's fascinating. And apparently with Shannon Sharpie, uh, the age factor does not come in. All right, well, I've never watched him on his show, but he's doing a good job of staying relevant, I guess. Yeah, well, him and Skip, that is kind of... You think this was all, like, pre-planned? <laughs> um, I would not put it past them. <laughs> I just think... Because that's what they do. I think just a couple of drinks. Because that was the other one, having my brief time around Shannon Sharp. He, uh, he likes to have a good time. I'm getting reports that J.J. Reddick said that that sweater cost $3,500. That wouldn't shock me in the least bit. How much would you pay for it? How much would you have to pay me to wear it? I think would be the appropriate question. Well, it's a thirty-five hundred dollars sweater. I would not. So pay... you're saying you wouldn't pay a dime for it? Uh, five bucks. <laughs> well, 
Wow. Well, five dollars? Well, if there was like an ugly sort of uh Hey, you give me a thirty five hundred dollar sweater, yeah. I'd pay at least fifty for it. But what are you gonna you're not gonna wear that thing. Why wouldn't I? Have you seen it? It's a nice sweater. Really? Well, I mean it's thirty five hundred bucks. You're gonna wear that? Sure. No, you're not. Why wouldn't I? Where would you wear it to? For fifty dollars. Yeah. Well, I'd wear it courtside to the Blazers, and I'd start heckling uh, Dylan Brooks. See, here's the thing. Let me start we, a trend. We need to go down this road because the, the, the I'm the, seeing six K for this sweater. Whoa! Oh my God! It's a nice. Sweater. I think JJ Reddick might have said three and a half, but there's somebody who replied after he said who the designer was and what it was. Somebody looked it up and said, "Damn, Shannon, six K is there? A, is there a Target version I can get instead?" But here's my question. <laughs> so that thing to me looks horrific. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. It, it looks awful. If you haven't seen it, look, look it up. But, you know, whatever. You're Shannon Sharp. You're fashion. You can wear whatever you want. So if you, if I, it's say 50 bucks, right? Okay. 50. All right, I buy that thing for 50 bucks. It's a cardigan. It is a cardigan. It is a cardigan that I will literally never wear. I cannot think of a single opportunity in my life to ever wear that. So basically what you're asking me to do is you're asking me to throw $50 in the trash <laughs> simply so that I can say in some conversation, you wear it. Hey, by the way, I have a $6,000 cardigan and someone would be like, I've never seen you. And then my response would be well, like, I never wear it. So why wouldn't I take that $50 and go buy like, oh, I could see you wearing it. Really? Yeah. Good news. I have found it online for $1,357. Oh. So even Somebody though it, smart. it previously retailed higher, Discount. it's available for fifty eight hundred one place, thirty one hundred another. But it can be yours for the low low price of thirteen fifty seven. And uh, I don't see his full ensemble here, but is he going cargo pants on us on with that? They're like cargo pant joggers. They're uh, like elastic oh, at the bottom. I see. Yeah. Kind of cuffed. God bless him. <laughs> if you ever want, I've done this before. With is my he li- married? Uh, he wasn't when uh, when I was around him. That was twenty plus years ago. But I will tell you that his girlfriend. Um, hmm. Oh, he has a mystery wife. A mystery wife? I don't so, know if so it's, it says. I don't know if it's the same lady, but the he, his gal used to come pick him up in his car. He drove a Ferrari. I think it was a Ferrari. Uh, this red sports car. And let me just say, if if girlfriends or significant others are field goals, she was good from 63, 62. Justin Tucker. Yeah. Look, I'm not saying it was NFL record because, you know, that's rarefied error, but Dude, she was good regularly from from high fifties, and I I think probably can stretch that out to the the low sixties. The internet telling me now he has a girlfriend since twenty nineteen, who was the former Miss Illinois, and uh, she kind of largely stays out of the spotlight. Yeah, he's mm. he's doing. Fun. Yeah, he used to be married to maybe this is the one you're talking about, uh, Kelly Kellner. Don't know. Don't know if it was the wife. Don't know if it was a girlfriend. But she picked him up a lot. He didn't drive a lot of places. She drove. He also, he was a fascinating dude. He also carried the largest money wad that I've ever seen, and he it's in a rubber band. It was so thick that you couldn't use a money clip, so he just banded it, like one of those big, thick rubber bands. And it Would was, you say you liked Shannon Sharp? I was in, so he's He's interesting? He was interesting, and my interaction with him, like... Not obnoxious? Was no, he obnoxious? Yes, but he was the most interesting, obnoxious guy that I was so ever unlike around. Warren Sapp, yeah, or who Ke- was obnoxious, and so was like Keyshawn Johnson. Like they were really abrasive. Shannon was funny, abrasive, and just really interesting. He was just different than anything that I had come across. His he had it, everything was his own. He brought his own meals everywhere he went, prepackaged meals. He had a pill caddy that he carried around with him. He took more supplements than any other human being that I knew. Ah, oh, supplements, yes. And he just—he was just this tireless worker. He never shut up. I never saw him get tired. I never saw him stop running his mouth. And he was kind of a generous guy. Like, if you were out in a group, like, I never... In my interactions, again, very brief, I never paid for a thing if I was ever around him. Didn't he have you hold his wad once? Yes. when he, we, were, we were at a bowling, like a team bowling... <laughs> function and i don't know he thought i was a lovable idiot that was kind of just a doofus and so every now and then he would talk to me he was right and, yeah and he had had a lot to drink and he asked me and this is how i know that he carried around his he said i need you to hold this for me and he handed me this thing and i don't know how much money was in there i certainly wasn't going to take it apart and count it but when i tell you that it was folded over it was i mean so it was folded over, and it's still about six, uh, five inches top to bottom. Yes, of money and of hundies. 
the hundreds were on the outside. Again, I didn't bother to count it, but it was a brick of $100 bills. That's and a lot of dough. It's a lot. And he was very... He, I mean, that's a lot of it's dough. It's a lot of dough. And I did have the thought of... Like is break he have, off a few? Well, I'm like, does he have any idea that he just handed me however much money he handed me? <laughs> Maybe he was testing you. I don't know. <laughs> but you passed. I was nervous because I've never had that much money in my hand, and then at the end of the evening, you know, here it's this. And is, so he came calling for it again. Or he was like, "Hey, give me that." Or did you? I don't remember. What if he just forgot? I still think. What I if he gave you that wad of cash and he never asked for it no, back? I would have. He's yeah, yeah. I mean, you got. He was it. an intimidating. Yeah, like, he just. What if he just disappeared with the wad? <laughs> <laughs> That'd have been more you ever made in your playing career, probably. I said he was just the most interesting guy that I was ever around, and I wouldn't say he was a bad guy. I wouldn't say he was a good guy. He was just hmm. fascinating, and he would gamble on anything. Oh. Anything. Now, now you're talking anything. It's my guy. <laughs> We had the Papa shot in the locker room. Didn't matter. Bowling didn't matter. He was like Michael Jordan that way. Whatever. You want some action on it? He's got you. All right. Uh, open Seggy next on the fan. All right. Internet has revealed. So you were talking about Shannon Sharp's wad of cash that he had you hold at the bowling alley. Yeah. Never been more nervous in my life. So you're when you're doing the finger thing, like crush your head, like from uh, yeah. That skit, yeah. The uh, kids in the hall, kids in the hall. I crash, <laughs> crash, 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 crash. You're holding it, looks like four yeah. to five inches, yeah. Something along that, yeah. Uh, yeah it's like a, just make a C with your hand, and it's a it, it fills so up your hand. Internet says a stack of fifty thousand dollars cash would have five hundred, one hundred dollar bills. So, if the, assuming these were all a hundred dollar bills, Which I don't know if you do the math, each bill is 0. 0.0043 inches thick. So that would mean that $50,000 of all 100s would be 2.15 inches tall. Fold that over. That's 4.3 inches. That's roughly yeah. you know, what you're showing with your hand. So you had roughly if, potentially $50,000. If they were $100 bills. So that's pretty good. Which I don't know. Yeah. But you could not put it in your pocket, hence him throwing it to me and having me watch it. And you just kind of had to hold it like a little baby. And it was, uh, mm. it was a little nerve-wracking. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, we got to get back on track, so we'll, t we'll take another break. Uh, NBA players missing games is becoming a big problem. Yeah. It's been that way for a while. It's getting worse, though. Yeah. And people aren't happy about it. <laughs> Load management. And now little kids aren't happy about it. Oh, well, won't someone please think of the kids? Well, yeah, they probably should. They're your fans. <laughs> won't someone think of the ticket prices? So we'll get to that next. It is 402 on the fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.